The New York Times, a newspaper that formerly existed and, you know, functioned, finally admits that Hunter Biden's laptop was real and not just Russian disinformation, or whatever the heck they called it. It turns out that the story in of itself would have changed the outcome of the election that we had. Also, the Build-A-Wall movement, originally started by Trump, may still exist, led by none other than Joe Biden himself. Finally, in the worst of the week, we'll take a look at Leah Thomas and why he's decided to do what he's done. We'll explore all of this and more today on Right Side of the Road. So, for those of you who don't know, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, left his computer at a repair shop and just left it. Like, he brought it to a repair shop and just forgot it and left. This laptop was later uncovered by the media, and it was reported on by an, with an article by the New York Post. Ow. My lip is bleeding, but if I keel over and die, it will have been for fighting for valiance and truth. And it'll make for some good content. Anyway, the Post reported in an article that it showed that the Biden family has been engaging in some very shady dealings with plenty of foreign countries. Biden's made money in China, plenty of European countries, with the Ukrainian government itself, which is actually... For all this support of Ukraine, the Ukrainian government itself has been involved in interfering with our country and make, painting Trump as a terrible person. Anyway, at the time when this story first came out, it was labeled as, and I quote, Russian disinformation by the New York Times. This was right around the 2020 election, and many people didn't want it to actually get out and affect Biden's ratings. So many people just went along believing that Hunter Biden that his laptop was all fake and he was a great person and that there was no way that the Bidens did any, any of this. Now we get a story from the New York Times about Hunter Biden himself and an investigation into Hunter Biden doing his taxes. And the New York Times just throws his laptop in as kind of an afterthought, just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that happened. It doesn't open with anything about it. It doesn't mention it at all until we get to paragraph 27, or was it 24? 24 or 27, anywhere between there where there is one sentence that discusses the laptop, and then it's back to the tax dealings of Hunter Biden. The New York Post was literally banned from Twitter for even breaking this story, just because the story that the Post wrote had been deemed inaccurate by a bunch of other people. So now that we know that the Times was writing inaccurate stories about the laptop, why don't they get banned from Twitter? There's a serious double standard going on here. The New York Times doesn't even acknowledge that, we, that it was wrong. It just says, oh, oh, yeah, we had a laptop with some terrible things on it in one sentence. There was no admission. Yeah, we said this was all Russian misinformation, and we berated anyone who said otherwise. No, it was one sentence, and then we just moved on to the rest of the article. But now we get to the very, very interesting part. Now that we know that this laptop was real, and we have known for quite some time, but now that the entire American public does, because some people have just been listening to the Times, we call those imbeciles, we can look at what our election might have actually looked like. Here's a story from the post-millennial with a tweet from Kyle Martinson. He says, quote, Seems like a good day to remind everyone that 16% of Biden's voters would not have voted for Biden if they had been aware of the Hunter Biden's laptop story. And below the text, there's a picture with the outcome of the poll, and there's some, it's like a bar graph. Let's do some math here, though, and it's very, really quite shocking. According to the Council on Foreign Relations, Biden got 81,283,098 votes. That's compared to Trump's 74,222,900 and is that 58 video votes? So now that we learned that Biden would have lost 16% of his votes, there's a little bit of math we can do here. When we subtract 16% of Biden's votes, he's left with 68,277,803 voters, making Trump the clear winner. And now there is the whole thing, the Electoral College, but compared with the, if we had a real election, and pardon, whatever is going on next to me, if we had a real election where 
there was one not the terrible shady things that leftists were doing because no matter what this little box that YouTube's putting below the video says, there were some shady things going on during the election. And if the Hunter Biden laptop story had come out, Trump very well could have won some swing states that would have given him enough electoral college votes to win. So yeah, again, there might have been some shady things going on in the election, possibly enough to warrant voter fraud. That is terrible. But there's also this Hunter Biden laptop story that stopped 16% of people from voting for Trump or another person. And I, again, I'm sure that there's going to be this little box that YouTube's putting up below the video. I've seen it a lot. That we have actual proof here that Trump almost certainly would have won the election had this story not been shunned by the New York Times. You want to talk about election fraud, no one's going to believe you. I believe you, not very many people are. But you can talk about the corruption of the media that is entirely changing the outcome of our elections because we have actual polls and actual facts that is demonstrating this are demonstrating this. Now let's get to the news from the week. All right, as I promised, Biden seems to want it to build a wall around his Delaware home. This is from the Daily Wire. Around Biden's house, they are building 10-foot steel walls on every side except the front because you don't want a 10-foot steel wall in front of the front of your house because you're never going to get anywhere or anything. To do this, Jill Biden had to get a formal request and re submit a formal request and get an exemption to the maximum fence height around a property for their county. They went to get an exemption to the law in their county just to build this wall. And why do they do this? This is from the article, quote, the Bidens have plans to build new barriers around their Delaware home as the nation has faced record levels of illegal border crossings after the president canceled border wall construction projects along the southern border. So with the massive influx of illegal, illegal immigrants coming to our border, Biden refuses to build a border wall. Texas is doing it, but Texas is great. He wants our entire country to be overrun by people who have illegally crossed into our country. On top of that, his proposed voting legislation allows most illegal Im immigrants that are coming in to vote in the United States, uh, potentially allowing him to get more votes. He's a little bit concerned after that Hunter Biden story, I think. He has no concerns about this at all, but he will build a wall to personally keep his home protected. If you need any further proof that Biden does not care about you in any way, shape, or form, there it is. All right, this is also from the Daily Wire. Home Depot seems to have a woke worksheet for its employees. The article says, quote, the company acknowledged that the worksheet is a resource in its Canadian division, but noted that it's not any part of... It's not part of any required programming, nor was it created or approved by our corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion department. And I'm going to keep reading, but I want to pause. I just kind of skimmed through this because I got some words scrolling through to see, and I was going to get into it later. It's just copied and pasted into the script. Anyway, Home Depot has a diversity, equity, and inclusion department. That's insane, but also they're writing a a worksheet focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion that isn't even approved by their department. I, I don't know what's happening here. The, liter the literature, okay, this is continuing the article. The literature defined white privilege as societal privileges that benefit white people beyond what is commonly experienced by people of couleur under the same social, political, and economic circumstances. And I say couleur like that because this is the Canadian Home Depot, so it says C-O-L-O-U-R. And that always confuses me and kind of makes me angry. So I'm calling it couleur because it's fun. So uh, continuing social privilege was defined as special unearned advantage or entitlement used to one's own benefit or to the detriment of others. These groups can be advantaged based on social class, age, disability, ethnic or racial category, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, and religion. This worksheet also has a check your privilege segment where the following choices are available. 
white, male, class, Christian, cisgender, able-bodied, and heterosexual. And now I'd like to point out that they're talking about how you can be discriminated from religion, and now they're talking about Christian here. So I think I see the discrimination on religion here. All right, this, this is just terrible, though. In Canada, Home Depot has this worksheet that every employee is able to use as a quote-unquote resource. First of all, let's take a look at these so-called privileges. The first one is white. Yeah, nowadays, we're just persecuted for being white. The second one is male. Define male. You can't define woman. Can you define man? And even Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, can't define what a woman is. You can, if you're on YouTube, you can click here or here, wherever the thing is going to be. Anyway, class, I don't even know. We're skipping that. What is banging on this door? All right, now that the ghost of Christmas past is gone, the next victim class is Christian. Not victim class, I apologize. The next oppressor class is Christian. All right, I am a proud Christian, but I can tell you that the culture is leaning very atheistic right now, and we are being liked less and less. This is demonstrated in this article. There isn't any actual Christian persecution of other people anymore. That's not how this is happening. Now, the next one is cisgender. You mean everyone? Because you can't actually change your gender, so this just applies to everyone, right? Now, there's able-bodied. Well, that's not our fault. Just because we can walk around doesn't mean that this is inherent privilege or something. Something like that. I don't know. I don't even... All these words, they just keep changing. There's no way to actually describe them. Finally, heterosexual. That Well, that's how life is supposed to work, so that should apply to everyone, but it's sadly applying to fewer and fewer people. All right, let's just get to the worst of the week. So at the end of last week, Leah Thomas, a biological male competing against female college swimmers, won the NCAA Swimming Championships. Now, I can't claim to know how these championships work, as I find swimming one of the most boring sports out there, I guess, aside from curling. I might have just lost some of you. I only care about it now because it's yet another part of the assault on truth. Leah Thomas, also known as William Thomas, competed with his actual sex in swimming for a very long time. He was swimming with all the other biological males, but in the sense of professional swimming, he kind of sucked. He could never break into the top 400 people in his bracket, or not bracket, but in the swimming which, in terms of everyone who swims, is great, but I, I can't get there. But it, that isn't great for a college swimmer. Now, he, com now he, competes, he competes against women. He's number one in almost every race. In the race that he did lose, it came out that he colluded with the person who beat him to lose so that people won't berate him for, losing all the, for winning all the time. And all the women he's competing against know he's a biological male. We've heard the reports from the locker room. And he's winning because there are inherent differences between men and women. Men are taller, more muscular, and have a larger oxygen intake when physically exerting themselves. It's no wonder he's winning the way he is. And he knows what he's doing. I know that for a fact. There's no way Leah Thomas is actually under the delusion that he's a woman. He's a man, and he knows that. I believe he's doing this so he can win. He sucked in his actual bracket, and because he's a coward who lacks determination, he's now swimming against women because winning makes his, him feel good. And this shows a few things about him. For one, he has no persistence. He isn't willing to work hard to get better. He's just going to take the easy way out. It also shows that he's a terrible narcissist. We heard reports from other women competing in his bracket saying that they placed 17th, and only 16 people were allowed to compete in the final. I guess that's how it works. Again, literally don't know anything about swimming. In their final competitive year in the NCAA, they were, they were pushed out of the final because of some huge hulking man who didn't care about them. And Leah Thomas doesn't care. He only cares about himself, and he only wants to win. 
And that's why Leah Thomas is truly the worst of the week. Although technically it was last week. But that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share this with a friend. The ghost of Christmas past is back. Go get him.